0: Welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host Stephen White. With me, as, as always, is my co-host Lacey Finley. Happy Monday! Happy Monday! It's.
2: I'm assuming it's, it's still Monday. Monday. We're using those so, uh, archaic methods of naming the days of the week, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> s- still, still in place the way it used to be, as far mm-hmm. as I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I good. hope everyone enjoyed. Your Easter if if that's something you celebrate. Or a Um, nice Sunday if you don't. (laughs) As best you can. My kid Yeah, I mean I got my kid some candy. She's she doesn't care.
2: I don't (laughs) at least
0: there's that. I mean
1: she's just like I don't
0: wanna go I don't wanna go off on any tangents or anything like that, but we we actually decided this is something I'm I'm deviating from for my original four children. I say original four (laughs) The, the original, the base. The original four, and now the new breed. The now test she, uh, experiment there, the test sample. <laughs> now here's the final one. That's not what I meant, but yeah, okay. This turned into a very funny thing. The original, anyway, the uh-huh. test cases, <laughs> the test cases, they, they got to celebrate with the Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny and the tooth fairies and all that stuff. And now, you know... Having that experience mm. with those children, uh, decided with this one. I'm like, nah,' I don't, I'm not gonna lie to her about things, you know, I mean, yeah. I, I understand it's supposed a, to be a, fun
2: and it's more joy for the parents, I think they're like, yeah, something
0: funny. like well, I mean, to me, it's not because I started started thinking about it. It was like for for a kid, you know, I'm getting them this stuff. I'm paying for this stuff. And mm-hmm. then they're like, Oh, Santa brought me a present. No, I <laughs> listen got jerks. You a <laughs> me.
2: I stayed up past midnight. I ran out to the tree and put it under there. I Yeah, and I'm cookies.
0: gonna give all credit to this fat bastard sneaking mm-hmm. into my house and breaking in. No, no, no. i I want some credit for all once. Right? So I just I don't see I, I I was I didn't grow up like that. You know, I had the, the Easter Bunny and all mm-hmm. the imaginary creatures and whatnot. So, but I just... I, the more I thought about it, I don't know. It's just a weird thing. I was like, am I am I implanting this distrust in my child? Mm-hmm. Because then you start to question. It's like, well, my parents lied to me about this. And they lied to me about that. What else are they lying to me about? And so <laughs> I thought, how about I just take a very honest approach? Even mm-hmm. just some of the, the most... Simple things, you know, you might want to tell a little white lie. I'm pretty honest with my kid, you know. She might not want to hear it. It's <laughs> like, no, here's the facts. Yeah. You know, I actually had to to tell her because she's getting cabin fever being in the house all the time. Mm-hmm. She's like, I want to go play with the neighbors. Our neighbors have been sick. I told you this. Yes, you last did. week. Mm-hmm. I said, no, you can't no. go over there. But I, I just want to go play with them. I was like, honey, I understand you want to go play with them. But there is a very deadly virus going on right now. People are dying. You just overcorrect they,
2: the other direction. Yeah. You're like, mm. now she's going to have, like, agoraphobia. <laughs> yeah. She's never going to go outside so, again. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like, so oh, I man. just, I'm, I'm trying to be as blunt as possible and just put it out there. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, this is great. So, yeah, that's just, that's what I'm doing.
2: (laughs) I think you got out at the right time, man. I heard inflation from the tooth fairy is getting out of control. My niece is trying to explain to me how much kids are telling they're supposed to get per tooth. And I looked at her and I was like, all right, 10 bucks a tooth. Are you out of your mind? I think it's time to sit her down and be like, this person doesn't exist. Y'all need to work for that for your allowance (laughs) just because teeth are falling out of your head. I want to know, how did that even get started?
0: I don't know. I should look up all these
2: tales that we've been telling kids. Like I I know the etymology of some of it, you know, but yeah, yeah. no, you got out of the tooth fairy game at the right time, man. That's fascinating. I I love how kids can have like inflation for their imaginary stuff. But as adults are like, can I get like a living wage just so I can pay for these things? My kids think that they need from imaginary people. I don't know.
0: They're just like, nah, nah,
2: sorry, sorry.
0: I was just happy to get a quarter. That's I, all I got.
2: I don't really remember doing it. I know that sounds, might sound weird. I'm sure I did, but I don't
0: have like a physical memory of like being excited about
2: money being under my pillow.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember it. It was a thing for a while. I remember, I think the very first time it happened, I had, I don't even remember where I got it. I, I'm guessing the dentist mm-hmm. is where it happened. But they gave me this little plastic treasure chest, and you put your you put your tooth, tooth in there, in and then the next morning you crack it open, and there's a quarter, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, so, it never
2: creeped us out yeah. that like something snuck into our room at night to take your tooth, not, taking bone not, from your body, and leaving you money for it. Like we never thought that was weird as a kid. Didn't that creep anyone
0: out? Because money's involved nothing's gonna creep I guess you that's out that's true
2: we start we start them off young right just work towards that mm-hmm. money don't yeah. you worry about what people steal from you <laughs> just get it get it done. exactly <laughs> okay, oh boy well,
0: we went on a tangent this morning it's expected <laughs> guys nothing's the same
2: anymore everyone's stir crazy um yeah, I don't
0: know. I, I actually I actually enjoy these tangents. I feel like it gives us a chance to kind of loosen up before we get into all, all the For other sure. stuff. Because people, all we talk about is games. You know, maybe people want to know a little bit more. I'll give you another one. I'm going here off go. on another one. So Ooh, very slightly. Uh-huh. Have you seen the movie Parasite? No. I've been told I I should, but I have not. I watched that last night. And I don't know where, because when I first heard about it, for for some reason, it was lumped into a horror category. Oh. It's not a horror movie by any means. I thought it was so more like a thriller where, or something. So maybe
2: I don't. I wouldn't even call it. No, that. that I understand what it's, it is. In. Okay,
0: it's a very interesting drama. There are things that escalate like in any good drama, but I I don't there's not really an underlying creep factor to it. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's just a very interesting tale about these people like this family unit. Mm -hmm. And I I hope this isn't really spoiling anything because this is literally the plot of the movie. Mm -hmm. One guy or one member of this family, you got a father, mother, son, and daughter. One member of the family is offered a job. Uh, tutoring a girl, a rich girl in her family, you know, for, for classes, uh, English, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. And as he gets put there to tutor her, and this is a very wealthy family, big house, all this other stuff, the other members of the family start to find ways, like they've constructed this enormous plan to infiltrate the entire house. Okay. So he's he's the tutor, So then they've got a son. So he's going to try to mention, hey, you know, my sister, she works with kids in art or stuff like that. But it's not supposed to be his sister. It's like, oh, I know this person. She's she's this and this and this, and she's good with child psychology. I'll give you a reference and you can call her up. So then his sister comes in as a completely different person that he doesn't know. Mm -hmm. And then they take care of that. Then they have a maid or no they have a driver the father has a driver so they find a way to get rid of the driver and then bring the father in as the driver of the guy and then mm. there's a maid a 24 hour live in maid so they find a way to get rid of her and that way they're all kind of in the house living it up they all have jobs and there is a twist that you i I didn't see this happening yeah. So it kind of flips the script on what's going on, and then it just kind of diverts down an entirely different road because you're just like, "Holy shit!" You know? Okay, okay, this is weird. But it, it was a very, very interesting movie. Even if you have an issue with subtitles, I felt—I don't know why—I felt I don't like mind I could subtitles. Some people do.
2: I know. Some I, I people think don't it probably more. depends on how fast people read. To, to be fair, because I think sometimes like they're trying to go as fast as the conversation is going. And if some people read yeah. a little bit on the slower side, it gets frustrating because you're constantly pausing it or something, probably trying to catch up and not able to see what's actually happening because you're constantly reading the whole
1: time.
0: Yeah, I would actually say for me, what I noticed with this, as far as subtitles went, they were very easy to follow. It was almost like the pacing of the movie was slow enough that you could keep up with the conversation. There were times that I was reading the subtitles and then going right back to looking at people mm-hmm. in the room and just following the conversation that way. And I, I followed every bit of it. Yeah. But I would recommend it. Don't, I don't feel like it's a suspense thriller, but I don't feel like that, that is the absolute proper. It's just hard uh, to pinpoint what category. Yeah. A, a drama. I mean, really and truly, it's a drama because even as they're infiltrating, ooh, that was. A I don't good know if you people heard that. I yeah, can hear, you hear it. the thunder. <laughs> I didn't it. even mention it's it's storm. Storm rolling really through. Bad. So, yeah. So be in, be advised if, if something happens, an issue in our recording, we'll we'll mention it. But it could be yeah. due to the storm because you know thunder's got to roll. Thunder roll. I don't know that song. anyway.
2: The thunder. Um,
0: How you're from the south? Come on, man. I know the song, but I don't. (laughs) I'm not. I ain't a country singing type. I don't like country music. That's fair. That's fair. I like I like older country music. I don't know why. Like older, older country music, where it's like super twangy, super twangy, like Conway Twitty. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. Conway Twitty. We have okay, lost all sight
2: we, of what we're doing here. Yeah. Okay, so, <laughs> hey. All
0: right, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> we're
0: just, we're, we're having fun.
2: This isn't we're even, it's fun. whatever. Just uh, day thoughts with Lace and Steven. And this is all. Yeah.
0: This is what <laughs> we ought to thoughts. do. This should be a, yeah. This our, our, be mid, a, our
2: midweek podcast, just like us yeah. BSing over dumb stuff. Yeah.
0: If you want to see that, add us super Superman's
2: <laughs> We keep trying. One of these days, someone will hear us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, our friend Ward did did kind of mention something about the, uh, the Google Stadia thing. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I already got it. So I don't need it. But thanks. But that was very no kind thanks.
2: of him to uh, interact. I still appreciate it. Yeah,
0: so <laughs> I appreciate that. I do. So, hey. What have you been playing? Let's get a- all right.
2: <laughs> what have I been playing? Um so I uh, played and finished the Resident Evil 3 remake. Took me mm-hmm. about I don't know like 9ish hours I guess. Like again, streaming, stopping a little bit. Although I did keep going fairly steady through this one. I was um pretty happy with that. There wasn't a whole lot of long pause. Uh yeah, it was good. I mean, obviously it looks gorgeous. You know, As yeah. we already knew it would be Because I think they were just building off of the same engine For their 2 remake um, A little short I think for a full Price game, you know, 8-9 Hours, yeah. I mean, if you're the type that Equates value to length, you know I, Not everybody does, um, but it was Still really well done, um, I do think I like the second one better Maybe it was just because you had more story, you had both characters that you could follow, so it felt like there was a lot more going on because you were getting both perspectives that were intertwining throughout. Um, you mm-hmm. finished the second one, right, for both characters? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and this one, you're you play Jill and Carlos, um, so you swap back and forth, and it does blend. And you could <laughs> see in the areas where it was taking place, a little before too, a little during two, a little after too. Um, but, like, it was interesting. Now, I always play everything on just normal mode. I have no desire to go, like, hardcore. And I don't want to go super easy, you know. So, I just, I'm mm-hmm. normal mode. However, the creators felt like this was the best way to go or the way to go. I'll, I'll take it. I don't need all that. Right. But I do have to admit, um, when I finished the game, I was a little perplexed because the final boss, if you will, you know, as every game like that has you got your final boss fight it was like way easier than the first time I ever had to deal with him really so like I really honestly was like that can't be the last form right there's going to be something that happens after this cutscene, right and then we're going (laughs) to go into it again and no so I honestly think he was more of a pain in the butt in the beginning and I was getting salty and cursing and getting pissed off and then at the end I think I died on it once and then saw the pattern of what needed to happen and then second try. So mm-hmm. I was like, for me, that was pretty easy. So I can imagine with people who are, do shooters and stuff like all the time, probably breeze through it. That's probably where we were getting some reports of people blur- blowing through it in like six hours. Cause I so that's the <clears throat> shortest I've heard people getting through it. Um, And then, uh, of course, if you want to do hardcore mode and whatever all the little extra stuff is that you want to do. Like, I've beaten it, and I'm good. I don't need to go back. Although, I found a mod to make Carlos shirtless. Mm. And so it was a little eye candy for me for the rest of it. (laughs) I would have put Jill in the bikini for for everybody else, too. But um, it was a little too revealing, and I had a feeling that... Some kid would come in and report or something like that, because boobs, because you know you can't see those, you can't see those. I can't. I have no self control, so it's your problem. Report. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, yeah, modders are great. So it was hilarious though, because like his gun just floated about six inches from his back because it's originally attached to like the vest and everything that he had (laughs) on. So it was just this gun floating there, and he was all just like sweaty and like. Oh, hardcore built up and i was like all right you know i put her in a skirt for everyone else then i'm going I'm, i uh, my eye candy with carlos it's good it was fun <laughs> uh but yeah it's a good game um and outside of that just like my piddly little stuff to to kill time in between a little bit of those board games a little bit of this card game that or whatever if there was like mm-hmm. a, after i finished youtube for that day <laughs> Right, I'm like, all right, let's play something that I don't need to pay that much attention to for a little bit to keep me occupied. Uh, but yeah, what about you?
0: Well, I've had a busy week, believe it or not. And I do when I say busy, I mean, it sounds like I should have been spending more time with one thing or another, but I think I managed all my time very well and got so much done for starters. I know last week I was talking about how I was trying to finish up Kingdom Hearts, and it was like I'd Mm -hmm. beat it, but I wanted that that platinum, and I was so close. Took me less than an hour. As soon as I got done getting back out there, boom, done. I mean, it was just, if the game had just worked with me. (laughs)
2: Sometimes I feel like if I stop a thing and come back, like, the next day, Mm Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, when it clicks with you right away, you're like, yep, last night I was just getting frustrated and couldn't see mm. anymore, and I needed to just take a step back.
0: Yeah, it just, it didn't take very long. It was just like, all right, get this, get that, boom, done. And I was like, all right. And then I just washed my hands of it and put it away. So, no more of that. Um, so, once I finished that, I took your recommendation mm-hmm. and played my friend Pedro. yeah and i think i spent probably 2 days on it got through it like you said it was pretty pretty quick but yeah. it was a lot of fun oh my god was this game a lot of fun it once is a lot I of started, fun yeah once i started feeling like I, I had the controls down that's when i really started to to get into it and just be like all right you can do that and flip here and jump mm-hmm. there and woo it was it was really awesome the music as you kind of mentioned, hit or miss, there were a few tracks that I would just kind of listen to and I was like, I'm into this right now. Mm-hmm. And then others, I don't know. Just yet, I mean, it set the stage, but yeah, it wasn't
1: yeah as pumped as the other one. Yeah,
0: but some of those tracks just really suck you into it. And that's that's why music is so important. To it gain. really is. You know? It really is. So I enjoyed that. I tried going back and doing some of the... Um, what do you call it? Like the level select where you can try to up your rank. Oh yeah. And whatnot. Try to get a higher score. I don't know what I'm doing wrong because, for example, I I went back to the very first level, okay, and I think the very first time I played that level, I maybe had uh, B rank. I'll say a B rank. A, go through it the second time, boom, A. And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I, I did, I, I apparently got better. You know, I, I had my, my groove going. Let's try it again. Let's see if I can get an S. Yeah. Went right back down to B. And I was like, what?
1: I just accepted
0: huh? whatever
2: letter I had at the end and went,
0: okay. <laughs> and done, yeah. I'm quite average. <laughs> it was just, I just, I couldn't, like, I was doing mm-hmm. everything I could possibly think of. And I was like, I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know what I'm doing because I'm trying to keep a combo going the whole time. Sure, yeah. I, fi- I figured that was going to help at the end. No,
1: hmm. it just
0: I. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know what I could do better. But some of the moves that you can do are <laughs> so really God. awesome. Did you do the move where you're sitting there riding the skateboard, you jump, and then you kick the skateboard into somebody's face? No. no.
2: Oh I always God, fell was... off the skateboard, I'll admit. I ended up having to ditch it a couple times because I'm just like, this sucks. And the barrels. Like, it was no, what? Because was... you had to, like, go the opposite direction yeah. with, you know? And so, like, I kept going, damn it. <laughs> Which makes sense, but, like, in your brain, you still want to go right. So you hit D right. or joystick accordingly.
0: No, the uh, mid air skateboard kick to the face is, like, the that most badass satisfying. move. Because you're like, hit up, pow. And then you've got the gun on them, mm-hmm. face kick, pow. I don't know. Just a lot of the stuff you can do in that game. It, it's there's a lot of fun. A re, Yeah, there's a replay value in the game, much like Hotline Miami, where you just want to go back and just play around with it, see what you can do. Mm-hmm. I did get S-Ranks on some levels, but okay. they, they always seem to be like the, like the special levels, like the motorcycle level. Yeah. And... Uh, Whatever the other, uh, there's one like, like
2: fantasy world, dream state world too. Oh my which god! I didn't care for that one as much. There's always like yeah. one level in games like that where you're just like, nah. For replaying, that's always the level you're gonna be like, damn it! But I gotta do that one again. You know, that's one of them right. where I'd be like, damn it, I gotta do that one again.
0: <laughs> so <clears throat> that was a lot of fun. Uh, then I knew Final Fantasy 7 remake was coming, which mm-hmm. we're talking about later, obviously. Uh, so I just, I wanted to fill in a gap, so I took, I rolled the dice, and I started playing Link's Awakening on the Switch, uh-huh. since it was here, I thought, all right, well, let's, let's play this. I, a few days, I beat it. <laughs> I was really surprised how you quick know. I got through it. Yeah, so that sounds I, pretty fast. Be, yeah, I shouldn't be surprised, because it's based off of an old Game Boy game, and they, mm-hmm. they fleshed it out, and they, they really did... You know, add a few things here and there, but it's still the same game. Hypothetically, Mm -hmm. it's still an old style Zelda game, so they they don't really take as long as you might think. You know, I think we have this this thought. Well, nowadays, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you look at how long it would take to beat the original Zelda game, it could probably take you thirty minutes to an hour. Well, again, you lose all your lives. Yeah, you know. So yeah and this this kind of had felt like a lot of link to the past there's a little exploration you got to go get a weapon or or a tool before you can move on and so on Mm -hmm. and so forth so it was familiar to me in that way and it was just trying to figure out because i had tried playing it on the game boy years ago i think Mm -hmm. it was actually on my ds like i got it for the ds tried to play it there and i just i couldn't do it I don't want to be one of those people, but it was just really hard to play it on the Game Boy format. It just didn't port well? I I don't think it did. I Like, I, I mm-hmm. had a really hard time playing it. But this, oh, yeah, it was gorgeous. The, <clears throat> what I found interesting about it was the art style. I'm sure you've seen it. Mm-hmm. It has a very, like, if you look at it, and I don't know like what they were thinking when they created this and it might have something to do with the overarching story within the game about dreaming and whatnot but it felt very fabricated if you know what i mean like yeah. nothing felt real it felt like it was plastine figures and and like the trees yeah. and the houses everything felt artificial as if they were toys. And even your perspective, like if you look at the bottom half of the screen, they would fade it out almost like you're kind of zoomed in. Okay. And you just have this
2: odd perspective. <clears throat> like the blur effect. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it was just, it was a really interesting choice to do what they did. But again, I think that's part of this whole idea of it being, if you don't know, spoilers, it's a dream, mm-hmm. supposedly, depending supposedly. on how you want to. In- Depending on how you want to interpret it, either mm-hmm. Link passed out and he had a dream, or he was actually there, but it was with—I don't know, I don't know. But
2: <laughs> It's supposed Come to your be your own dream. conclusion. Go play the game. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it's supposed to be. It's an old game. Nothing changed. So, yeah, it was—it was a lot of fun. It felt like Zelda again, and I, I hadn't played a Zelda game in a while, so it was nice to kind of reconnect to that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. I was um happy that I got through it and, and I did beat it Friday and that's of course when Final Fantasy seven came out. So I was like, I'm so close, let's just go ahead and finish this and then I'll get to Final Fantasy because sure. I'm here. <laughs> let's just mm-hmm. let's just go ahead and finish this journey. I'm here. So but it no, I, I really enjoyed that. Um had I played it when it came out, I would have done a review on it. But I, I gave you my quick and easy there review. There you go. It was a lot of fun interesting port oh there was one other one and i just did this as a as a fluke just to kind of a break in between things um Mm. i've i downloaded dragon quest like the original dragon quest it was on the switch and i they they created like a new it looks like a, a a mobile version to me because I thought they were actually going to port over, like, the original NES version. Yeah. Which everybody had because it was, like, a free game that came in the mail or some shit. Well, wasn't remember. it
2: originally Arcade?
0: Not Dragon Quest. I mean, no, I'm this was an, an the RPG. Then I'm thinking are. of a different game. Okay. As mm-hmm. you were. No. Good to- anyway, <laughs> this, this is, like, a redesigned game of the mm-hmm. original NES title, but it's still the same game. And I figured, you know, I, I wanted to play it again. There's nothing I can say about the game. It's it's not a bad game. It's just there's not a lot to it. You know what I mean? they yeah. essentially... This is an RPG game that they were... It's almost like it was a, a testing ground. It's like, all right, let's just take this basic idea and put it here and see what happens. And essentially, you are the, you're the hero. And you got to go find you got to go rescue the the princess and you got to go beat the dragon. Okay, cool. What do I do? And well, you got to go here and then you got to go here and then back over here and then back over there and then once you got all their stuff, then you go to the castle and you beat him. Done. But there's just a lot of grind involved, you know what I mean? Yeah. You can't just go from point A to point B. You see, it's very short in that regard, but you cannot just go there because you will run into monsters who will Slap you down in a in a heartbeat if you're not ready, so you have to grind, and you've got to buy the weapons and Wemble the armor, and, and
2: all that. Yeah, there's
0: a lot of money involved to do <laughs> that. So, yeah. but it's it's a time waster. I I was just like I actually wanted to kind of enjoy the weather yesterday before it started raining this crap today. Mm-hmm. So I just I sat down on the porch with that in hand and just kind of listened to some music and, and played. Because there's there nothing go. to it. It's just it's a grind, you know. Yeah. So it was a nice, relaxing thing. And for for whatever reason, I'll mention this in Final Fantasy VII uh, review later. That was something I was kind of itching for. The grind. I don't know why. Hmm. So all right, we'll we'll talk about that later. We're all in but, the mood hey. for
2: something, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: So. That's what I've been doing, so you, you take it over for me.
2: Take it over. So, uh, yeah, the news this week, Final Fantasy VII released. And on to our headliner, Steven. No, seriously, though. <laughs> pretty much every <laughs> thing I was looking up today would have, like, 10 to – not today, but all week – 10 to 15 articles on just the game and this nuance or this thing and this whatever. And I was like, there is – I mean, we knew a a slow nose week was going to happen eventually, right? With the way everything Mm -hmm. is (laughs) in the world. But I do have some. So as we said, our new format starts with COVID news. Get it out of the freaking way so we don't have to talk about this stuff anymore for the rest of the podcast. Um, Blizzard is already warning that BlizzCon 2020 may not be feasible this year due to the Rona, of course. We've said this a million times. Just expect conferences and everything to possibly pick back up Mm -hmm. next year. But they officially announced it. So I'm bringing it to you um ea their stay home play together initiative announced this week mm. so it appears content creators can upload gameplay and use the hashtag stay and play and spell out and um all spelled out and then some of the uh, highlights of which are on march 26th there was an apex code red tourney where pros and pl- uh, creators played apex for a 50k and then 250000 was actually donated to the International Red Cross. So they are doing some good stuff in there. April 1st through the 2nd was a Madden NFL 20 tourney, which was live on Twitch. Um, April 6th through the 17th, The Sims 4 launched a week-long program allowing players to check in on their favorite sim creators and connect through live streams on Twitch. And then April 18th, 20th. May two and four and May 30th and June 1st, more Apex Legends with a prize pool of two hundred k each to help keep people safe and indoors while staying connected. So there you go. Stay in and make some money gaming. Woo! Who would have thought? If you want to. If you want to, yeah. That
0: if you want to stay home. Yeah, please, please. You don't do have that. to play games,
2: but just please stay home. <clears throat> if you can. Um Google Pro, uh, Google Stadia Pro is now free. <laughs> well, not yeah. forever, but for two months. Uh, which now includes the nine whole games and they say you can purchase games that will be available after their pro sub ends why am i mentioning it in the covid news because well they say since we are facing some of the most challenging times in recent memory keeping social distance is vital but staying at home could be difficult and isol- isolating so they're saying they're giving it away for free due to uh you know the world events Sure, I'll take that at face value.
0: I know we've talked about this. I apologize for clearing my throat. It's just one of those mornings. Um, So, they're giving away the Stadia, Mm -hmm. but does that mean? Because I I was pretty sure we said that you had to buy games on Stadia. So,
2: yeah, it's like.
0: what are you paying? What are you? What are you getting I for free? I want to dive in <laughs> and see.
2: Yeah, I want to <clears> dive in and see myself. So, um, I, I'm going to sign up for it and try it. I mean, I have a good. I have good internet. I'm one of the few fortunate ones that had fiber available in her area and took it up. Oh, oh, oh! Are they coming? I didn't. I didn't
0: tomorrow. No way! I don't. You're lying. Tomorrow.
1: Mm-mm. It
0: could happen next week. <laughs> we he could
2: have
0: it could happen. <laughs> Tomorrow.
2: Ah, well, That's... see, then, hey, then Then, maybe you need to be uh, playing some Google Stadia, see how it worked out. I just want to see the we'll infrastructure see. and how it works, honestly. And now yeah. that there's two months free, there's no reason. Be sure to cancel, because I'm sure it's like anything else. If you forget after those two months, bam, you're getting charged. Um, mm-hmm. But 14 countries have free access right now to Stadia for two months. It's like they know how long we're going to be home before we do. Right, two months, I'm scared i don't know If you're doing this for this know. you know i don't know <laughs> anyway moving i do on. like
0: i did <laughs> didn't i say last week it was three months that i had to give away i don't remember i think it was about the same
2: to- Mm-hmm. And so it's like, like if you're not
0: you. paying yeah they're, they're does giving. yours
2: send you the hardware no Oh, okay. like, I was wondering about that, because this didn't look like it did either. You were just like, no. here, you could play on the on the site.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they did, that would have been nice. But they were just like, here's a code, three months, play Stadia.
1: Okay.
2: You know nah, what? I'll I'll check it that. out. I, I, mm. I wouldn't mind. There's one game on there that I actually wanted to play. And for some reason, they went um, only Google Stadia exclusive, which was Guilt from Tequila Works. Mm, um, mm. And I like, I've liked a good chunk of what they've put out. So I definitely was a little bummed that they went exclusive to that. But you know, now if it's free, I'll go see. I'll go see and I can report back next week about all those little details. So maybe I'll try to remember to sign up after the uh, podcast today. Um, Let's see. Xbox Live, unfortunately, is experiencing issues for the third time within a month. On March 15th, there was an outage for about two hours. On the 20th for several hours off and on. And no surprise with the increased traffic. Um, So if it's happening to you, just try to be patient. Looks like they are trying to work it out. This is very un, uh, different times. Everyone's mm. dealing with stuff they never really thought they were going to have to deal with. So we all just got to be patient. Um, and I just learned yesterday that Google had been creating an MMO. In time for it to be Uh-oh. delayed, of course, because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> I was like, I don't know how I miss this news because apparently it's been out for a while. It's called New World. It was supposed to be released in May, but it's now going to be August 25th as of, this recording. Uh, Not sure, again, how I missed this, but here we are. Uh, The game is currently in alpha, and uh, closed beta is still planned for July. It actually looked pretty good if I allowed myself to try MMOs again, because I know my addictive personality, so I don't allow myself to do it anymore, because I will, Mm -hmm. you'll never see me again if I like it. Uh, But it does look good, so if you're into MMOs, uh, check it out. I don't... No, I guess if you can get into the closed beta or how all that works, like I said, I was surprised I had just heard about this MMO that was supposed to be on next week. I'm like, as much as I stare at gaming news for how many years now, how did I yeah. not see that? But that's all my COVID news. So da, 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 it's done. Da, da. On to regular news. Pretty much the only big news this week was the PS5 controller. That took yeah. over. So uh, the the design, of course, was released this week, and the internet went to work. If you want to look up some memes, those have been pretty fantastic. I guess since we're all in lockdown, there was extra time. I want to say within about two minutes of it being released, I was already seeing memes of it. It was fantastic. Mm. Um, and, of course, all the hot takes on people's first reactions. I, I mean, I did the same thing. First thing, I was like... I never had an Xbox, but doesn't that kind of look like an Xbox controller? And then all of a sudden I saw Mm. some people agreeing with that fact, which whatever. I mean, I don't know if those designs are maybe we're just morphing into they've realized what's more comfortable. And, you know, if you look at some of them side by side, you can tell they're starting to take about the same sort of
0: shape with the exception of
2: where we can agree the buttons go and the joysticks go basically is the only difference between them anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, even look at the Nintendo Switch Pro controller. It yeah. Very much, that's what people said. Oh, That's similar Xbox. Like you said, maybe it's just a comfort thing. It's a comfortable Who design.
2: Knows. I've heard good things yeah. about the Xbox controller being fairly comfortable over the PlayStation 1. So I say let's wait and see. Uh, but it is a DualSense uh, wireless controller. It now has haptic feedback, but in a different way. Whereas before you were used to just vibrating along with combat in the game or whatever the situation. Now it says it adds a variety of sensations. So the example PlayStation gave was the feeling, the tensions when driving a car through mud or the adaptive triggers with L2 and R2 buttons. So you can feel the tension of your actions. Like if you were drawing a bow and the shooting of the arrow, for example. So I guess that's going to be more of a in play, um, how hard you actually press these buttons and kind of given it that. Mm-hmm. Um, they said they maintained the long battery life, like the PS4 that has an internal battery. That was the difference we saw with the Xbox one. They're going with you putting in, uh, the double A batteries, PS4 is going to keep that battery, or PS5, sorry, is going to keep that battery inside. Um, so that's eye of the beholder, whether you like that or not. I, I couldn't find how long, like they were saying, hours of life that one charge mm-hmm. would give. Um, but the weight of it is supposedly lighter as well, which can make a world of difference for long gaming sessions, uh, which most of us are probably doing at this point. Uh, the share button is no longer present. It's not going away, it's just called Create Now, claiming more epic gameplay content you can share with the world, Uh, but no word on what that is at this time, so they just follow them for more details to come closer to launch, since I'm sure I think PlayStation's just scared to say anything right now. Um, There is a built-in microphone now, which I know kind of was there before, which they say will easily allow you to chat with your friends without a headset. I just envision now we're all going to be hearing background noise from people who don't turn this off. Like, you know how you get into a match and like instantly you're hearing everyone talk over each other and the first instinct is to mute. Yeah, Hmm. I wonder how many people are going to forget that that's automatically turned on and you're going to hear people crying in the background and all of that kind of stuff. (laughs) So,
0: Of course, I would go to
2: the negative, but it's nice and easy for you to jump in if you don't have a headset. But again, they say if you're going to do a longer session, headset um, is recommended. And of course, the biggest differences we saw was the launch color. White with the black tones and the light bar is changed around the touchpad to give it more of a pop, as they say. Um, And of course, everyone started Photoshopping their own versions of the PlayStation 5 controller that they would like to see. Um, Now, People who don't know how to discern the difference think there's a lot of different versions of the PS5 controller coming out. So I'm sure there will be a black one. I can't see Mm -hmm. why they wouldn't. Over the years, we've seen controllers, blue, red, green, whatever you want. So I'm sure you could get a black version if you want. Because, again, white, your Dorito dust is going to get on that eventually. And then it's going to look really gross. Mm -hmm. No word on how much it'll cost. I'm sure we might still be looking at the $50 to $80 range per controller. Um, for obviously if you want more than one god i hope they're still giving you at least one controller when you buy the systems but i don't know man i have no idea so that was the biggest news i don't know i thought it looked fine i have no problems with the design i haven't tried it yet though i'm not the type to have my hot take before i actually know a thing some people Mm. fear change and instantly feel like they've got to flame it online it's like chill out people (laughs) you haven't tried it yet you don't know it might be fine but
0: we we saw how they reacted to the to the logo because it wasn't changed enough. <laughs> I know, and they got pissy about that. So what do what do people want? I don't understand. I don't Why know. do we always have to be negative about every single I know. thing?
2: It's like we're constantly looking for something to get mad about. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I think it looks sleek, and if it's lighter. Really, it's the battery life we always get concerned with, right?
1: Mm. Because then you
2: end up with a tethered controller eventually anyway. I mean, that would be my only other thing. Because even with the PlayStation, I enjoyed having the battery in there, not going to lie. I didn't having to constantly swap batteries out. But over the years, obviously, that charge starts to get less and less. So now it probably lasts about two or three hours worth of play, whereas before we were probably getting like seven or so. I don't remember now. We've had it so long. But it's basically plugged in now when you want to play because you just don't know when Mm -hmm. it's going to die. But we have the original one from a while ago, so – But yeah, give it a shot. We'll see. Heck, we're probably still a year out from getting to touch any of these things anyway. Sorry if I'm the bearer of bad news. But I'm just like, I just say everyone prepare yourself that it might not be a 2020 release. Just get it in your head now. And then if it does, you're pleasantly surprised. Um, I don't have any info info that's leading one way or the other. I'm just kind of assuming with the way everything's going right now. Sure. Uh, but next bit of rumors. We have Resident Evil rumors. I swear to God, this Resident Evil 8 all over the place. I'm not even going to put it in truth or trash anymore because it's just like it's all over the place. And um, now I feel like the rumors are starting to be consistent, though. Mm-hmm. As we start to learn more, more leaks keep coming out about possible Resident Evil 8. So we see suggestions of it being called Resident Evil Village, which I think we've talked about before. And then they have like the Eight the Numerals built into the village, V I L L. Then, timely led us to this name and a possible release date of spring 2021, which would back up what we were saying about them already having it done canceled, brought it back to life when things kind of shifted around. Um, We have mentioned again that there was going to be a little bit more of a focus on Chris Redfield, even though he wasn't going to be the main focus, but he was taking a more prominent role in this one than Seven. As we've mentioned here before, they're still saying main protagonist guy from um, Seven. So we'll be learning hopefully more about him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it is supposed to be set in Europe, which is another one, which I think we've talked about before. That's what I mean. I think some of these rumors that keep floating back now are things that we've talked about in the past. The witch being the new stalker monster type, kind of like how you keep trying to get away from Nemesis or Mr. X. Witcher's going to mm-hmm. be, or the, wi- the witcher, which <laughs> is a, might be the name of the new, uh, Your new stalker type enemy that you're going to be trying to get away from or kill the entire game. It's going to be first person again, according to these rumors, which we all know is a big deviation from other Resident Evil games in the franchise. Um, So, again, this is all rumors. So take it with a whole shaker of salt. But um, I keep seeing the same patterns of leaks and coming from credible sources that leaked these things in the past. So there might be something here. So if they're thinking maybe spring 2021, we might actually be saying something about it soon then, I would think. but
0: Yeah. Well, that would kind of fit into what we've seen over the last, this year, last year. Resident mm-hmm. Evil 2 remake, Resident Evil 3 remake, Resident Evil 8. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. Year after year. And so they're already taking good,
2: a well. survey for like what you think for the next one, and I want to say it was like Code Veronica was on there, and like a couple of other ones. So looks like Capcom's gonna keep trying to cash grab at this while they got that engine built and all this. Which you know what, all mm. all for it. I just hope it's not like four. Yeah, it was it fine, really but it. I don't feel yeah. like I would want to play that one again in any capacity. But <laughs> it was fine. I enjoyed it. I beat it, you know, one time through, like mm. I do with most of those games. I never usually find a lot of replay value in it for myself. Cause I don't, I'm not an achievement hunter, but.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. was the only one that I played more than all the others. Like I know I've played part one and two several times, three. Mm-hmm. I think I've played maybe once on. Like I can honestly original. say the
2: remake was the first time I played three. Cause I skipped around mm-hmm. a lot too.
0: Yeah. The only reason I even got to play three is they had ported. I think when resident evil four had come out on the GameCube. They started Mm -hmm. porting over some of the older titles, and I hunted down Nemesis because it was one of those rare titles. I think I got it off of eBay Mm -hmm. because it was really hard to come by. So I snatched that son of a bitch up as soon as I found it, and I've held on to it ever since (laughs) because I was like, no, I paid good money for this. So I've got an original copy of all Mm -hmm. the the others on the GameCube. But... No, I th- I think I only played through it once, but for for whatever reason. I I liked getting through that. I guess I liked that it wasn't stifled by the tank controls and stuff like that. Like I felt more like I don't know. I control- see. I still
2: thought the controls were kind of janky, but like having a completely different setting was kind of yeah. nice. I mean, you weren't in the police station anymore, running around Raccoon mm-hmm. City like that, as it were. Um, and it, but it was just, just like you could start to feel like it was starting to. Well, you know, like once five Mm -hmm. and six came around, it felt like it was deviating hardcore from what it was. And then seven's Mm -hmm. just, I feel like, a start of a new portion of that series because it's not focusing on what it used to be and it's just completely different altogether. Um, Slap the RE name on it, I guess, and you got a little bit more success instead of it just being a separate, completely different
0: horror game from Capcom. But Mm -hmm. But yeah, (laughs) that was kind of interesting about that. I mean, that you kind of mentioned that all the love I had for four and all the time I put into it, I tried playing five and I couldn't get into it. No, I couldn't. And, with five and I've heard I a tried. lot of bad things about six. So, mm-hmm. and I've got them. I, and I felt well, like I, I do spent money too. On
1: them.
2: I don't know <laughs> that I bought them though. That's the thing. They might've been gifted to me or something. Like once you're, stream and your library gets out mm-hmm. of control you don't even know where the crap any of these games came from anymore or what you've actually purchased but i mean i've already told this story on stream this week because we were talking about which re games that i have played and i want to say the only time i played six was, was the buddy 12 beers in and we were trying to do the multiplayer at the beginning and just failing horribly at the whole thing <laughs> And then i don't think we ever touched it again so that's my only experience with track i want to say it was six because is that the one where, like, it starts off with the two characters and either if you're playing multiplayer, you both take a character and it splits screens up and down. Or you would swap back and forth if you were playing it single player. I don't know. Mm. I just know 12 beers in at, like, 4 in the morning, it was not going well. That's all I know. <laughs> so. <laughs> and then I played, like, some of the random spin-off ones here or there that was in there. But. Yeah. But let's see. Ooh, Fallout 76. The Wastelanders DLC, where finally, that was one we were talking about, also got delayed. Uh, mm. But Bethesda may or may not have screwed up here again. I don't know. I'll tell you the story. You let me know. I'm sure they
1: did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so with this installment in the Fallout 76 world, which comes with human NPCs now, which needs a home, apparently. So uh, this might mean your character you are playing who might have built up a nice homestead for your wastelander to call home, you might fall prey to imminent domain. What do I mean? You might be forced to move, to make way for those NPCs that are moving in. So if you're living in one of the newly designed no-build zones, you might be packing. A tweet from the Fallout Twitter said, With the return of people to Appalachia, the new factions have moved in, claiming territory as their own. Check your C A M P location <laughs> with this map to see if you may need to consider relocating from a no-build zone. So hopefully you didn't build anything too elaborate on this on this zone. If you were one of the ones who did, which of course was met with players asking what compensation they will receive if they fell into the area of the map that gets taken over. To which they replied, "If your camp is in a no-build zone, you'll be able to move to a new location without spending any gaps. So, granted, I didn't continue playing this game after the few hours I spent in the beta. It wasn't one that just won me over or sucked me in. So not every game's for me. It's fine. um, Mm -hmm. This was a, it seems like when you're calling an area a no-build zone, could that have been meant as a placeholder for when this DLC dropped? So probably, I feel like no-build was built in the title, don't do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Although, why you're giving them the ability to do it if it was a no-build zone. So again, if you play this game, let me know. Correct me here. Because it seems like you were kind of given a little forewarning. But I also don't know if that was how it was named beforehand. So did you just build there, rolling the dice that Bethesda was just going to not build on a no-build zone? Because you built on a no-build zone? Was this part of the RPG element of it? Like if somebody's taking over, are they gonna ask? If war is happening and they're just taking over, it was a part of an RPG element that gamers are just pissed off about because they built up these elaborate things. I don't know. So I'm not gonna <laughs> defend either side on this one. It seems like no build zone should have been a should have been a hint. But mm-hmm. I also think if you built this elaborate thing that maybe Bethesda can let you move the whole thing. But we already know if they update anything, you usually just lose stuff. That's been the trend. Yeah, the- That's all I know. People- yeah people are gonna lose
0: their homes it's gonna happen
2: they're gonna have to move but apparently you can move without spending caps but it doesn't sound like if you built some elaborate homestead it seems like that's just gonna be an npc's home now so i don't know um so yeah that's that's the new dlc (laughs) but the last little bit of news news that i have cd project red confirmed that cyberpunk 2077 2077, wow, that was so hard for me to say for some reason, won't be (laughs) launching on PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series X at launch. Also saying, not delayed, that they're still looking good for the September release date. So that Mm -hmm. should be good. Again, keep following them. We have no idea. But uh, the question is, since PlayStation 5 hasn't said whether those versions of the game will be able to run... Like how Xbox had it set up, you know, how they had the smart delivery system that was going to give you mm-hmm. the upgrade to the game for free once you switch platforms. Although with the backwards compatibility, it sounds like you should still be able to pop that disk into the PS5 and it should still run. Mm-hmm. Um, but they uh, it just sounds like they're they're still humming along, which was good to hear. Um, apparently it is just done and in the polishing phases. So this game may actually still stay on time. This is what they're saying right now. Like, basically, it's done. We're just doing some little polishing stuff here or there. Um, And also planning for a good amount of DLC for the game. They said it'll have no less than The Witcher 3 did. Which, as okay. you know, they had quite beefy ones there for that um, one. Yeah. One that could have been a whole other game on its own. And, and you know, mm-hmm. so that, good news. So some good news. CD Projekt Red seems still very confident that they're on the timeline for September. And, um, yeah. And we'll just see what happens when PS5 comes out, you know. I'm sure they yeah. will be working on a PS5 version if they're not already. Um, but we're just not, you know, sure when that version will Coincide with the actual release date of the PlayStation 5. They're saying no. So you'll just have to wait. But on to some quickets. There's a lot of little quickets. I just wanted to make it seem like I had a longer show for you. So I put in a lot of little <laughs> quickets because there's a lot of piddly stuff that happened this week, but not a lot. Dead Island 2 apparently is not dead in the water.
1: Wow. They put out a okay. job
2: listing. I know, like, I totally had forgotten about it. Uh, but they put out a job listing recently looking for an art director. So if you were wondering what happened to it, there you go. Maybe we are, in fact, getting another one. And it was specifically for that series. So if you were looking forward to Dead Island 2 after that really cool trailer that they did and then you heard nothing more about it, looks Mm -hmm. like we might still be getting it. And Valorant had a really good open beta. Uh, the Twitch drops kind of helped it explode. People seem to be really enjoying it. So, that's probably going to be another one. I'm almost going to call it now an esports tourney one that we're probably going to see in the near future because I've been hearing people who enjoy those types of games are really digging Valorant. So, good job. Good job. You like it? You like it. Beat Saber got two updates. Yeah, this is mostly for me. <clears throat> Fairly close together. Uh, But Timbaland had their paid pack with about four to five more songs on it. And they also released a free track track called Fit Beat, which is about a two-minute song built to make you move. That's exactly what it is. It's a little, well, depending on what version of it you play. It's fast. Mm. It's got some walls to get you doing squats and side to side. Um, I did the E plus one once, got through it fairly well. I mean, it definitely makes you sweat for sure. Um, And thank God it's only a two-minute song because wow but uh but yeah and that one was free so lots of squats and side to side cord working so if you have Beat Saber and looking to get a little bit more exercise in your quarantine there you go man and it's for free and Dead Cells is coming to your Android devices on June 3rd which I found interesting I know it was already on uh I think Apple's Mm. whatever Products they do. Uh, price hasn't been announced, but the iOS version was about eight ninety nine. I think it said initially, so I'd expect it to hit that price point. Um, but you won't be able to transfer games you've already played on PC or console or however to get the full game. I would be curious to try to play that on a phone though, because that's a pretty You're complicated kidding. platformer, and I can't imagine that I would trust my touch screen. On my I have a garbage phone though, so like maybe you guys have a good phone. Um, mine's basically no longer cordless because the battery's just crap, and after. Or 60% it could die at any moment just it doesn't even shut down it just fades to black done I not even fade we're done here Um, Stardew Valley got bananas oh okay so now That's if you want touch. a banana farm I hear banana bread is the go to food for um, quarantine really so now you can okay. do banana I know so many people making banana bread man I feel like I'm way out of the loop I didn't prepare for a pandemic properly it looks like um saints row four is getting a remaster that looks really good and i think you were showing me that too now it looks really did
0: you say four or three i did say four three you did yeah i did
2: and i totally look at it here (laughs) and i wrote down the back anyway looks good three check it out three three i did totally i have 34 written there and then i was like what did i
0: say what did i say but yes correction i'm excited i'm excited as hell looks good that it looks really good. I've, that was my my intro. I may have mentioned this several times on this show. I don't know, but Row was a game that I didn't know anything about, uh, and I think it was f- like I had just gotten my PlayStation Three, and there were a bunch of you know the PlayStation Plus titles, and that was one of them. And I was just trying to pad up my library, so I just <laughs> put all these games in there. And then when looking at it from the outside, I was just like, "What kind of." pompous pretentious crap as this is probably going to be some gta ripoff and it's going to be i don't know like i didn't know what to expect i was just like it's going to be we're thug we're cool Mm -hmm. just in my head i had this idea of what this crap was going to be like i just i didn't know (laughs) <laughs> and then i play it and I, I think that's probably mission. the
2: best way like having zero idea than just having that wtf moment of like what am i doing and why do i love this
0: yeah oh <laughs> my I'm- god just that opening sequence with mm-hmm. all the chaos and and nonsense that was going on i was like what the hell is this It's great. This is amazing already. So I was into it. And then, of course, I'm a sucker for character creation. Not only that, but not only do I get to create my character, but I get to give him a voice. Oh, my God. I was so excited about that because Troy Baker was my go-to voice. Mm. And it was either him or Nolan. And I was like. Kind of like Troy for for this. I love Nolan. I love Uncle Noli. But got nothing but like, love
1: for
2: you, man.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But but for this character, for me, Troy's mm-hmm. kind of he's he's nailing it. So Troy I need that. At him. Good. Yeah. I, I, I'm probably
2: definitely gonna check that out. Seeing it remastered mm-hmm. would be really cool. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see another character reveal for the Dark Pictures anthology for Little Hope, um, the next episode in the series. So. Definitely check that out if you were following it, because I think there's supposed to be three in that one right now. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Uh, Microsoft is transitioning all upcoming conferences to digital for at least the remainder of 2020, so possibly into the middle of next year. Last thing that I saw, probably should have mentioned that in the news above, Um, but I wrote it in the wrong spot, so here we are. Sorry, (laughs) I broke my own rule. Um, so keep keep track of that. It looks like uh, everything is going to be that way, which I think we were starting to see before even this happened. So, mm. uh, and then the last quick hit I have is Assassin's Creed 2 will be free to keep on PC April uh, starting on April 14th or on April 14th on Uplay. So if you wanted another game for free in the Assassin's Creed series, go on Tuesday, April 14th and uh, grab her up for free off of Uplay. And then, oh, I had one more. Sorry. Hmm. So Sony took a 400 million stake in Billy Billy, which I I'm probably saying that wrong. Never heard of this company before, Uh, but Billy Billy announced that it has reached an agreement with Sony of America that will see PlayStation Company to have four million dollar stake in that, which means it's another Chinese online video and mobile gaming platform, which is what caught my eye. I feel like it's Mm. all. Leading back to the same source. Uh, which gives Sony a five percent stake in the company. Um so there we go. I guess will we be seeing Sony? China. China what? They 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 got the gaming market on lockdown, I tell you. For
0: They've sure. got every market on lockdown. <laughs> Movies and everything. You've got to cater to the Chinese because oh my god, they're gonna that's where the money's at. Like, <laughs> literally the fact knowing it that There really is a lot change. of money flowing through there, though, man. Like, especially
2: with but, games. They're just, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, th- th- they change movies to cater to them. Yeah, they're different releases, yeah. It's like, yeah.
0: What, what are you talking about? And look, I mean, I think a movie should cater to everybody, not just one market.
2: Well, we get I our feel. version.
0: Yeah, I know, but... It's, just, it's weird. I mean, weird. I just feel
2: sad for the the citizens there that are just drug along for some of this, you know? Because, like, maybe they wanted mm-hmm. to see the original full release of <laughs> a movie yeah. that doesn't take out stuff that might make him <clears throat> mad or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. You got to go where the money is, I guess. I don't know, man. I guess. I guess we'll just see what even have, uh, comes out of this because, I mean, just the mobile gaming and Sony, like, that never clicked with me that that, that would be a thing. But here no. we are. Here we are. I do have one truth or trash. Okay. And I made it super simple because there's no reason to even go into great detail. But so Final Fantasy VII already has the PC version on lockdown and is absolutely set to launch the instant the PlayStation exclusivity expires. Yes or no. I was going to make that nice and easy. True. True. It is already done. All right, True. I'm gonna mark that down I, there.
0: I feel, I feel like it would thrive on PC. We've seen a PC release of the original version, mm-hmm. so this would look fantastic on a PC. That I yeah. Would.
2: Bet it would. I still and I feel don't... like we're in a day and age where PC is definitely taking off more over the last couple of years. It's like it was good, mm. and then it drifted from to consoles, and then now I feel like we're back where we're seeing pretty much even all the AAA ones are making
0: sure it's going to PC too, which is really cool. Yeah, I, I don't see Square Enix not tapping into that market. So yeah, give it give it a, a the timed exclusive. Mm-hmm. Barrier. I'm I'm not sure about Xbox though. Something tells me that would be one of those maybe years down the road if yeah. enough interest, you know. But PC, there's always going to be interest. Yeah,
2: there's so, there
0: there's that bar. Especially these days, it seems like it's taking off
2: a lot more than it has over the last several years. So mm-hmm. for whatever reason that may be. You know, I always knew that PC gaming was a little bit more niche because who's going to spend the money on like a really good PC? You know, that's a very small market of Mm. people who will be able to do that. Um, Like someone like me had to save up for like well over a year and I had to do it while Bitcoin farming was huge, y'all. So I probably still way (laughs) overpaid for the parts that I put in my PC, even though I was doing it right as it was coming down. But um, man, that jacked everything up. Mm-hmm. Of course, who knows? Now it would probably be even more. Maybe I shouldn't complain. Maybe you're, we were trying to build a PC now, and you can't even get the parts. Whereas before, <laughs> I was just bitching that they were like three or four hundred dollars above market price because everybody was buying their graphics cards to Bitcoin farm, mm-hmm. and then sold them on eBay later <clears throat> after they were done with them. Yeah. All right. I didn't find anything fun for I'd buy that for a dollar. It's okay. You're going to have to give me your sources. Well, I, find I have something, to think sometimes. Yeah. Like, I, I'll, I'll look through and I'm like, it's just not even cool. Or so basic.
0: hmm Yeah. If I see something basic, I usually kind of overlook it too. Because I was like, yeah, but we've kind of done this. I want something Ooh, yeah. unique. I want something real. Yeah. You know. I
2: got to Google better or something. Maybe I just need to start shopping in the obscure places. And maybe I just get a hold of it. But uh, yeah, it was just a slower mm. news week. So I felt bad. Yeah. But I know you've got some goodies for us at the end. So I do. I, 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 I have a, I have faith. I have faith that you mm. won't turn it off. Because now we're going to go into Name That Game. Woo! I think I found some pretty fun ones this week. I'm also starting to um, run the well dry. You know how I know?
1: I started
2: rereading some I'd already done, and it didn't click with me till halfway through the description. And I'm like, no, I think I've done this already. (laughs) (laughs) I think between you and I doing it for so long now, we might might just got to wait for more uh, garbage to to be pushed out here the next few
1: weeks. Mm, Great.
2: But your first game, Mm. you take control of an ambitious young dung beetle on the journey of getting his dung ball to where it's going. Move around and run around on top of a large dung ball to steer it in any direction. Warning, this game might be frustrating as controlling the dung ball takes significant skill in hand-eye coordination. I will not be held liable for any poop in your face is this game a spinning the steamer b rolling poop with beetles c not without my poop or d dung ball journey
0: what was the first one
2: (laughs) spinning the steamer First of all, I feel like I pick a lot of poop related ones just to throw that out there. I feel yeah. like this is like the fifth poop related game that I have found.
0: First of all, this is one of those pretentious developers who's like, warning, my game is so hard because you developed it. <laughs> I figured you'd like that. <laughs> God, I hate that.
2: When they warning, try to call you, got you got out. you to
0: have skill how to play my game. Ah, they wow, it
2: their best. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> so he already hates you. I'm sorry. <laughs> what was the, the, what was B? Rolling poop with beetles.
0: I'm going to go with B. That one sounds least creative.
2: Well, rolling poop with beetles. And the answer is C. Not without my poop.
1: God. that was going to hate me later. Guess
2: you're gonna hate me later all right <laughs> the last one made me laugh so hard I, it's gonna be a dead giveaway but I don't care it was that dumb I don't care. Uh, but your second game like I'm getting to the point now where as long as I'm making myself laugh with the titles I don't even care if you win or lose like, I just, <laughs> I'm like it's gonna be obvious which is mine but I'm having fun and then you guys can <laughs> laugh along with me my version of name that game is I give you the answer uh <laughs> so your second game this game is a multiplayer, up to six people, FPS, that pits heavily armed players against undead deadstock as you attempt to butcher your way through 100 plus levels of insanity and twitching gristle. Day and night levels, players will take on 25 enemy types and numerous bosses, like the gargantuan monster affectionately named Princess Blubbergut. And mini-bosses every 10 days as you explore, shoot, and run for your life against the onslaught of porcine monstrosities. The game creatively dispenses pickups through a meat grinder from the very creatures you are killing. Ammo boxes, adrenaline, grenades, rockets, and other exotic boosters, boasting over 15-plus hours of gameplay and the ability to battle a staggering or shambling 500-plus undead creatures at once. This game looks to feature more barnyard excitement than you can shake old McDonald's severed femur at. Is this game A, blood and bacon, B, pork and pistols, C, Swine and Mortar, or D. Ham Bammer. <laughs> you should have been shaking your head at me. What? Apparently it's a really good game, actually. They had reviews from like Mark Applier, and Jack Septic Eye on there about how much they enjoyed it.
0: Okay. Uh <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. A blood and bacon. And the answer is A
2: blood and bacon. <laughs> I, I I stopped at the name. I'm like, yeah, I want to see what this is. All I right. Uh, and actually, the game does look kind of cute. Like, I don't know that it's for me, but I was like, all right, I can see why. You want just some, no, like, dumb FPS-style, blasted, blowing things up for a minute? Sure.
0: Listeners, if if you want to see her play this, uh, at her <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> at me say, on Twitter. Play, play some blood and bacon. Stream it. Stream
2: some blood and bacon. And I'll like it'll eat bacon while I do it. It'll be like just this whole... Full circle, you know? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, So your third and final game. Let's see now. In this runner game, you play as a mouse who has stolen so much cheese that there is a $10,000 bounty on your head. So there are many bounty... Again, first English wasn't their first language. So let me start this one again. So there are many bounty hunters after you, but none is able to track you down except the most talented one, the cat. He has found you, and when you are eating your lunch and starts chasing you. So you have to run as fast as you can if you want to survive. But he is smart and has planted many traps on your, on your way that you have to jump over them. There are also cactuses in the desert that can kill you if you hit them. Also remember that you have a limited stamina and if you run out of it, you can't run anymore and the cat will catch you. Hmm. So you have to gather cheese as you run to fill stamina. Note that you can double jump and using this skill is essential for progressing through the game. Is this game A. FTW My Spounty B. SOS iPi SOS C, WTF cheese catch, ha, or D, Spam's Achievement Hunter? (laughs) I actually tried to look it up because I didn't understand. I still may not. It's fine. D. D, Spam's Achievement Hunter. And the answer is B. SOS, IPI, SOS. What? I was, I don't know. I tried looking it up. I'm like, this has got to be in a different language, right? Like, it's just got to mean something else. No, I just kept getting like stuff that said, well, SOS is May Day. And I'm like, well, I get that, but what's IPI?
1: Okay.
0: Literally. It is, it literally is the only one that made no sense. So I don't know. I'm, my brain was just trying to to make see, sense. I was of trying to figure out it. how to
2: hide this one because I'm like, he's gonna go for that SOS because, like, what? And I couldn't yeah. think of any way to describe it. But but, see, I but was I put the Spam's so- Achievement Hunter down because apparently, in all of the reviews, that's all it was to people. Because I guess there's just a lot of achievements you can pop. So if you're the type that wants all those achievements on your Steam, then there you go. It's like apparently you could just leave it idle for 30 minutes and get most of the achievements. <laughs>
0: Well, apparently the game was so confusing that it confused me to choose the wrong answer because <laughs> I just got so lost trying to understand. Means.
2: So let me know if you know what that's supposed to mean. But it literally is just a side scroller. Jump, eat cheese, jump, cat. <laughs> yep. Wow. Mm. But All right. Well, without further ado, I'm sure we all knew that there was like this little game, little probably, I don't know how well known it is. I mean, there's definitely this small group of people who have like Mm -hmm. really enjoyed this game for a long time. I heard Final Fantasy VII had a remake. I know it kind of flew under the radar for some people, Mm -hmm. Um, but Steven has had the absolute pleasure of putting in some time this week on it and is here to give us his review and thoughts and opinions on it. I Have indeed. So, there you go. Take us away with the only news of the week.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it really has. <laughs> it really was. invaded everything. In fact, I think it was the day before it released. You could start to see the swarm of. Oh, here's a review. Here's a this. Here's a that. Here's what you people can do. Are getting here's it the early, things yeah. that you could find. Easter eggs. So mm-hmm. I avoided those things like the plague. I didn't want to know. I didn't want to have any kind of. Uh, spoiled you know i know it's an older game but i think that's the beauty of what they've done here for a remake because this is a remake now i am familiar to a point with the original game i for whatever reason i cannot i couldn't tell you how far i got into it i know i never beat it but it was a game that I wanted to play and always tried to get to play and it was always out of reach. And I've even got a a a version of it, like the PlayStation version of it on Mm -hmm. my Vita. I could probably download it on my PlayStation 4. I have it. It's there. And I've just never had the time to just really It's an investment. Yeah. Yeah. So again I'm I'm only familiar with certain elements of the story. But that said, I was very aware of things changing mm-hmm. because as I played the story, I will say that I have not beaten the game, but I'm on the back half of the game. I didn't okay. really want to rush it, but I also wanted to make sure that I had enough time in that I could speak freely about it yeah, uh, and with, with some understanding of what they've done here they it felt like they they shifted the narrative in a way to not just flesh out the uh, story but maybe to kind of make it work within the context of how they were telling it this time because it's not just a simple narrative this game from what I've heard, and again, I don't have anything to contextualize specifically, but this is supposed to take place within a very small portion of the original game that uh-huh. takes place within the the town, or the I guess it's a town. I wouldn't call it a town. It's weird. Midgar. It's it's just it's, I don't really know how to describe it. <laughs> it's like this class tiered system within this plated section. Of Mm -hmm. levels. You got the rich live here, and then the middle class here, and then the lower poor people live on the slums below the plates and stuff like that. So that's how they've kind of got it laid out. And then eventually you're able to move past that, out the walls, and into the world, like a Final Fantasy game, and everything kind of opens up. This This game takes place within the walls of Midgar. So... They had to really kind of find a way to flesh it out. How are you going to make this game flourish and and mm-hmm. become a character all its own? And they really have done that. I mean, it's amazing when you look, because we've all seen how graphically it just looks. Yeah, that's really great. Yeah. Because you compare that to the original, and there's just I mean, there's no. It's way definitely I'm a rebuild. To...
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. So, the way they've kind of fleshed out the worlds. Uh, the cities, the slums everything may feel familiar to you in one instance if you've played the original It's like oh yeah, I remember something like this or oh I remember mm-hmm. something like that but then they've created an environment around you that makes it feel more alive than it ever has. The slums specifically where the the group that you're with Avalanche uh, conspire to it's it's like its own little town. I guess it would be the best way to say it because you have the main section which is the bar that your friend tifa mm-hmm. she owns and she's a, a pretty main player in this uh, but the slum itself it's it's ripe with people you hear conversations going at all times and i can see where that could be a little uh, overwhelming at times but i, I really feel like it, it adds to the realism of the world you're in if you're passing by people walking down the street and they're having conversations you're gonna hear it you yeah. know and it might seem garbled but that's the point you're not unless you're listening to what they're saying you're not trying you're not, to eavesdrop yeah Yes.
2: Yeah, just you're just background noise
0: yeah you're passing by and then you'll hear people talking and you know, They could be having genuine conversations, but you're just kind of walking by. And then the farther away you walk, the less you hear them. And it's, it really helps bring it alive in a way that I don't think I've seen in a video game thus far. Now, they may have done this in other Final Fantasy titles, but I personally have not experienced those prior to this. Gotcha, so this yeah. was a very unique experience, just being around a group and seeing how alive everything can be. So it was really interesting, and uh, I know that something that people complained about, or at least I heard it was a complaint, was side missions. uh, Being filler material for the games, like, oh, you're just padding it up. Yeah, sure. I mean, you could call it padding, but at the same time, I was just kind of glad to be able to do something different for a moment, like kind of stretch my legs and relax, so Mm -hmm. they wanted me to go... Hey, there's some rats off in this back alley. Could you go take care of them? Sure. I'll go do that because I want to stretch my legs. I want to get into the combat. And the combat is really where this game deviates hard for a remake. Now, honestly, graphically, we knew it was going to deviate because we've seen that in Resident Evil. You've got to update the graphics. But it even even in Resident Evil, you can kind of see where they try to maintain some familiarity to it, oh, yeah. to what the original mm-hmm. was. So they've done that. In in Final Fantasy Remake, 7 Remake, they have put an emphasis on like full-blown hack-and-slash action with RPG elements. It seems overwhelming at first, and I feel like the longer you're into it, the easier it becomes. You just have to think differently about how you do it because you can go in guns-a-blazing, hacking-and-slashing, you know, doing whatever, but you have special moves that you can do like you could in the other games. Limit breaks, uh, is like a super special move, but you've got to build up your gauge to get there. Mm-hmm. Unlike in other games or other final fantasy games where it's a turn based combat. And that's in that same mm-hmm. way you have the bar that kind of goes up before you can make your next move. Now, in this case, the bar is limiting your special move. So no items, no spells no abilities anything like that until you at least have a bar but you can still attack and guard and block you know Mm -hmm. uh, basic combat moves so you that's that's kind of where your strategy comes in so you can sit there and and do whatever you've got to do but if you want to use those special moves you got to think ahead and that goes with Mm -hmm. all your characters too because you can swap between them now that's uh, swapping your characters that's something that that I guess you have to kind of be within your mindset to remember to do. Yeah. Because you are cloud because you're cloud. And the Mm -hmm. other characters are taking care of themselves for the most part. So you don't think to play the other character unless you're Mm -hmm. kind of put into a position where you need to play as one of the other characters. Early on in the game, they do make a point to, you know, showcase hey, swap to this character because there are these turrets up here and Barrett can shoot him with his gun. Okay, cool. And you think about that because it's there. But the farther into the game I've gotten, I've not felt the need to. And it does hinder some of my progress in a way that I didn't think about because with your items, your, your weapons, uh, skills, things like that, you need to kind of use them to build their repertoire and I don't think about them (laughs) in that way. Mm -hmm. So I don't use them and therefore I'm building all this and they're still kind of lagging behind because I don't use them when I should be. And it's not to say that that's a flaw, but I guess that I'm not thinking strategically in a way that would work better because Mm -hmm. I have had instances where I've come close to dying and I'm just, I'm not, I'm sitting there going, my God, what am I doing wrong? And it's maybe I'm not utilizing my party with me the way I should be. You know, okay. maybe I'm, I'm trying to go in and just, just take care of it when somebody else could be better suited and I could just set Cloud aside for a moment and say, all right, take care of this person, you know, and, and use this character and and focus on it like that. So yeah, I feel like there's a deeper strategy there that I've just not quite nailed yet, but I'm getting there. That said, mm-hmm. I do love the combat. I love how it just flows because when you get into a fight and you can move around, I'm still trying to figure out, especially with guarding and everything. Maybe I'm not—I mm-hmm. haven't quite got all that because, like I said, I, I've come close to dying several times because I'm like, "What is going on?" I'm, I'm, I'm taking <laughs> care of people. <laughs>
1: what am I doing?
0: But I do love the combat. I feel like it's—it's it's very fluid and natural, and you can just kind of get in there and 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 tear people down uh, if you know what you're doing because you can definitely screw up pretty quick if you're if you're not careful but yeah. I do love it and while I'm on that subject because I've been waiting to talk about this mm-hmm. one of the elements that I love so much and, and I mentioned this earlier music 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 is, has always been something great within Final Fantasy you've been hearing it in the background at this moment it's like big orchestra too, yeah. They like yeah. It's huge. Even even way back when when they were having to just use the MIDI files and and the chip tune music, mm-hmm. it still sounded really good. You could get that sense of an orchestra, like you could just imagine what it would sound like. And so now they've they've done that, and there have been orchestrated versions of this score before. And the original it was more synth, I guess would be. Mm-hmm. And and They they hadn't quite got there to the orchestra yet, but it was was good. I'm not knocking it at all, because there were so many memorable tunes within that. But the reason I bring this up now is because the battle theme was always one of my favorite tunes in the original game. And how they have incorporated it here, oh my God. How it just gets you in the mood to fight okay Excellent. because in the others yeah. we're talking about turn-based so you're you're walking around suddenly tsh, you know you go into a fight and then the music just starts so it was like how are they going to do that how are they going to build into that one of the greatest examples of that i think was in chapter seven in the game which that's another element i'll, I'll touch on in a minute there are chapters to this game but i'll, I'll get back to that mm-hmm. In chapter seven, you're you're going through this facility, and you're trying to stop. Uh, you're trying to uh, sabotage the facility, but you're also trying to tear down this robot that they're going to do sick on you at the end. So you're having to sabotage it. So whatever you do, the choices you make, which I thought this was really neat, whatever choices you make to sabotage it will change how the fight goes for you at the end. So if you take away certain weapons, it's not going to have those weapons. If you want to slow it down, you've got to start pulling the plugs on some of its AI ah, and things like interesting. that. Interesting. And you have to make those choices because they give you one key card per level to take away something. So I okay. thought, oh, that... So it's up to you however you want the fight to go. You just have to make those choices. Interesting. So I thought okay. that was really neat. Yeah. But in the background, the music's playing, right? And, and these... The music that they have here are new interpretations of the old music, so you can hear very familiar tunes from the old games, but they do it subtle, subtle little things, like in this facility, you'll hear the battle theme within the music, but it's calm, but it's there. You'll hear just a hint of something, like it's building, And then the moment you kick into a door, it kicks in, like it's just been waiting for that cue. And it's so seamless, so seamless, kicking into that theme and you just, you're in it. Because the moment you hear it, you're like, it's a fight now, baby. And you just go in and you just tear everything down. And then it just calms back. The music flows within each scene, natural. And it's, oh my God, it's so mind boggling how they do it. Because it never feels like it just stops or starts in any one moment. It just flows into the next situation, whatever it needs to be. Sounds like a very
2: unique use of it. Yes.
0: Oh, yes. So everything they've done with the music thus far, I wasn't sure how it was going to translate. I wasn't sure how it was going to do. But they've they've made it work in, in every aspect. Hearing those familiar tunes in certain ways, like when you were crawling through I think it was the slums there was a tune I remember and I started hearing it and they they went back to some of those synth themes because it was so heavy with that so you kind of to to kind of replicate that you couldn't use certain orchestra uh, pieces for that you had to go back to that synth to get that sound so I was glad to hear that they didn't bastardize that tune they found a way to update it and and still kind of keep within that same tune. So, music. Oh my God, they've always done fantastic with music, and they've just they've went above and beyond. For me, in this instance, I love it so much. In fact, the fact that I have a mini soundtrack for it, it was just the icing on the cake because I was listening yeah. to it. When, oh my that God, came with it, it just, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. At least with mine, you've got to get the deluxe edition or whatever. And I want it. I I'm want sure it
2: everyone awesome. kind of sprung for that, I feel like. Yeah. I don't know anyone who was just like, yeah, I'm just going to buy the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, going whole- back, since I mentioned chapters, yes, this, the game is kind of told in chapters. So that's definitely a deviation from the original game. In the original <laughs> game, it was just a. RPG, You go from point A to point B, here, 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 and you just explore here. The story is told via chapters. So there is a replay value to the game after the fact. You can go and replay chapters should you want to.
1: But that also Mm -hmm.
0: does kind of create a more linear uh, narrative to it. So it's not open world by any stretch of the imagination. It's it's very linear. And, And the way you play... You're going to wind up where you go. Exploration is very limited. And I Mm -hmm. think that could probably turn some people off if you wanted to kind of explore this. But I don't feel there was really a need to explore this area. Well,
2: wasn't 15 the only one that actually did that or no? Again, I've never played one, but I felt like because 15 was such a big leap from how the other ones were played.
0: I I do believe that that was one of the ones where they really started to find ways to open up final fantasy. And I I, I'll stick by this and this may actually be, this is something I thought about after the fact, this might actually be one of the reasons they've split this up into chapters or into different games per se. Maybe final fantasy seven remake part two is open Mm -hmm. world because we'll get past the, the open or the, the, Confines of Midgar, and now yeah. we're in the open world. So maybe they they change it up, and they have to create an entirely new way to play the game. I don't know this for a fact. Would, don't. Right. This is not. Yeah. This is not. This is just Steven's thoughts. This is my, my <laughs> thought process trying to understand why you would kind of create this narrative in this tiny little bubble, but then you have this other big world out there. Because if you think about that. If you're going to be out into the other worlds exploring like you do in a Final Fantasy game, you need it to be open Mm -hmm. like a Final Fantasy game. So why not kind of shift the way you play the next chapter? Why not change and make it a a new game in a way? So Mm -hmm. now you had this game, but over here we're going to allow you to explore. We're going to make it more open than it was over here. I don't know. There's, it's speculation on my part, but I feel like for for what you're doing here, the narrative it's it's very very narrative heavy, and I was I was starting to get a little concerned because I know that was one of my complaints with Kingdom Hearts, is every time you turn around, here's a cutscene, here's a thing. It's like Geez, I just want to play the game, mm-hmm. you know. But it's not been yeah. that bad. But there there are. The cutscenes are there. There's a lot of talking, a lot of narrative going on at just about every moment. The voice acting and the way they kind of seamlessly transition it into each uh, scene, I think, does help because it doesn't feel like they're just bogging you down with cutscenes every five seconds. They try to kind of keep everything flowing together and kind of keep the, the story moving. So I, I appreciated that mm-hmm. not bogging you down. But excuse me i'm getting dry mouth but yeah the the chapters things like that were were being chapter based uh, the the expansions it depends on how much of a purist you want to be with the original game i mean this this could if you prefer your game being like that that's one thing but i personally feel like for a remake like this to try and retell the story in a way I was I was open to see this. They've even added additional story elements that I don't recall.
2: See, I was going to ask you cuz you played, you said you did not play the original. This is something maybe I'll pass a question off to everyone else if they wanted to mm-hmm. cuz I've heard the the split decision from players about supposedly you're only getting part of Final Fantasy 7 yeah. with mm-hmm. this one, right? Like they're saying it's half of the game of the original or whatever. Seems like the same length-ish from what I've been reading from people, though. Yeah. Do you think now just those that are upset that they feel like they're not getting all of Final Fantasy VII and that they're just doing a cash grab to try to, like, split it up? But do you think now with today's advancements in technology, as you were saying, added story stuff, maybe they're able to do and add a whole lot more to it that they just were limited by when it
0: was new? And, and I do believe... So you're that actually getting more games. Maybe, in theory. Yeah, absolutely. And and I feel like that's where people need to kind of look at that from that perspective, because there there could have easily been so many things that they sacrificed from the original right. game. I think I've even heard that, that there were elements to the original that they had to sacrifice because they weren't able to do it. There was just no way to pull that off. I'm wondering if the story that I'm seeing, this little added element, there happens to be these specters floating around in certain scenes that show up. I don't remember this at all from the original yeah. story. And <clears throat> I've been trying to rack my brain if there was any mention of them in the original story. And they, they kind of remind, if anyone's familiar with Harry Potter, Dementors, that's about what they reminded me of. Uh, but I don't know what their purpose is. I don't know why they're there because one minute they seem like a threat and then there was another story element later on where they seemed like they were helping. So I was like, okay, so are you friend or foe? I'm not quite sure what's going on here. So this is an, an added element, so I don't feel like I know where the story's going. In fact, from what I've heard, and I don't know what it is, and I'm, I, I've am made a point to avoid it, apparently mm-hmm. the ending has a twist. Oh, from and the original? What, yeah, so what wherever they cut this game off at, apparently there's a twist to whatever's going on, that completely, you know, is, is a shock to people. Which, then you
2: might be onto something.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious to see how this goes <clears throat> because I'm, I really think this splitting of the game is not f- just for the sake of size, but I really feel like they're doing something completely unique with how they're going to tell the story going forward. Yeah. Because each section could be something wholly different. Think about that. You're telling, you're continuing to tell a story, but then you change the game a little bit each time. Now, I don't know where that would take the third one. If you're saying the first one is more open world, okay, you've done that. So if you're going to go for a third one, which I, obviously I think that's where we're all kind of in our mind, that's what's going to happen.
2: You think it'll be in three parts?
0: I, For some reason, Maybe. I do. I don't know. Okay. That's just a, a thought process I'm having. But then, what do you do to change the game a third time to, to shift how it plays? Battle right
2: Royale, Final Fantasy oh VII. You're no. dropped in.
0: Now, I know that I have been uh, praising a lot, and I probably haven't complained a little bit. So I'm going I'm to complain a little bit about just All a few things fair. that I noticed. Little criticisms. Uh, yeah. I feel like the camera could be pulled back just a just a little bit. I feel like a little we're more FOV. on top of cloud, just a little too close. Like sometimes when you're in a very tight corridor, you feel like if I could just pull this back just just a little bit, and I could see what's going on. And then I of see course, some with,
1: games, yeah.
0: when you have that issue, then your characters, if you've got people in your party, they they kind of bump into you, and it's not like they prevent you from moving, but it's just like this speed bump and you're just like get the hell out of my way just move you know so then it's it's a minor gripe but it's, it's something that just does feel like if they could have adjusted it just a little bit and i have even seen and i won't say this is a glitch per se but it was just funny is there was a section where i was uh walking around with this character uh Aerith, and <laughs> i was i was trying to get I was just trying to go through the area, the slums. We're we're trying to get to her home or whatever. And uh, I guess I got too far ahead. And she's like, wait, wait for me. Where are you going? And I was like, all right, fine. I'm coming back over here. Uh. I walk back over there. And she hops back. And then I start moving. And then we start to go up a ladder. And it's like she pushed me out the way and just climbs up the ladder real fast. So what the hell was that? (laughs) It's like, so one minute, you you can't keep up. Now you're just like... That's one thing I think we just never can nail, right?
2: Like, why can't they walk at the same pace you've programmed my character to walk? Why? <laughs> why just, I, this is why I hate having companions. I'm like, Jesus Christ.
0: It was just, yeah. it was really strange, so I was like, alright, well. Um, I kind of mentioned the combat where it could, you know, it was a little uh, unique in its way. It can get chaotic and I think that was something that I, I was just kind of touching on where it came to trying to make sure that if 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 it's just a few enemies here and there that's one thing but if you've got so much going on at times you're just like I just I don't know what to do because you're trying to hit something and it's got something blocked up and then you've got to cast this or do that and sometimes it can just get a little overwhelming where you just have to stop for a moment and let your brain catch up so that's one thing but again some people might like that I just it can it can be a little much for me at times where I just I just need a moment I gotta catch up Um, I kind of mentioned grind earlier when I was talking about Dragon Quest there's there's really not an opportunity to grind per se and I'm not saying it's needed or necessary Mm -hmm. because I think the way I feel again this game is going (coughs) we're, we're gonna have something different in the other game anyway I would hope that some of our progression will catch up to us, but I don't see any reason to get to level 99 in this game. You know, okay. there's, there's no point. Like you're leveling
2: not... up properly as everything is
0: going along. Yeah. I don't feel like I've, I've gotten to an area where I cannot handle myself. But there is a part of me that just, especially for weapons and magic and the materia and everything that you're kind of using, that's where I kind of wanted to grind. And I don't feel like there's any area that I can utilize to grind. You can there's a few spots here and there that you can just kind of circle about, but it's it's yeah. mediocre at best. Only know? if you so feel like it, <laughs> yeah. So as long as the music, that battle music comes into play, then I'm then I'm good. I'm then like, we're all right, about I, it, yeah. Yeah, I can I can deal with that, but. I don't know, it just, I feel like I I wish I had an area that if I just wanted to kind of build up my materia just, just a little bit more or maybe work on my weapon skill a little bit more, which is a nice new addition. I didn't mention that. For every weapon that you have, obviously with Cloud, he's got his big buster sword, you know, like that thing is iconic at this point, but you can swap out and get a different weapon. You may ask yourself, why would you want to do that? You've got this big buster sword. And it is great. But what I found out, and this is the only reason I did swap, is if you get a skill from each weapon. So if you build up and become proficient with that weapon, then you can take the skill that you earn from that weapon and take it over to your other weapon. So that's a reason to swap out even for a moment. Get proficient, get the skill, and then swap back over. So... I would recommend that for anybody who's who's looking at that because I feel like that's something that could be overlooked, and I didn't think about yeah. it at first. Like there was a, I never thought to go back to my Buster Sword after I, I worked up my other one because I thought I was still working on it, but I wasn't. It was already done. It doesn't take very long. You just have to work at it, and that's another one of those elements with your other characters that you have to do for them. It's not something they are going to do themselves. You have to do that for them. You have to use an ability. And then that will earn the proficiency of that. Otherwise, they're not going to do it. At least that's what I've seen. So if you're trying to do that for them, you've got to get involved and do that. So I I like that, the the grind. Another thing that I noticed, too, were secondary characters. I, I know there's really no reason to put a lot of detail into them. And they don't look bad. But Mm -hmm. you can tell that there was a little less detail put into certain, uh, all the secondaries, like, especially when they talk. That's when you can really tell. Like, your main characters, when they're talking, their mouths sync up perfectly. They're talking. Mm -hmm. Secondary characters kind of have these wide open gap mouths and they just talk Uh, like this. And you're just like, whoa. Just enough enough to be like,
2: all right, you're the one talking.
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's... (laughs) again it doesn't look terrible it's just it's noticeable when right. you really kind of look at some of the other so i was just kind of surprised that they just said eh, screw the secondary characters no one cares you know we'll just focus Nobody on the likes main them ones anyway yeah. yeah they might not even talk to them to the begin with so who knows um the voice acting i haven't really touched on that uh Compared to Kingdom Hearts, because I know I said that there were very stiff performances, you could tell that everybody was at a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Th- this is very much like they were they could have easily been in the same room. Like they had proper direction. They they were all the conversations flow the way they should. Nothing feels like they're in two completely different <laughs> conversations. Yeah. Everything seems natural, <laughs> Everything works. The one thing mm-hmm. they still do, and this must be a Square Enix trope at this point, is for for whatever reason, they, they don't seem to like silence in their game, so all the characters have to they react. They can't with, be alone
2: with their thoughts.
0: No, they, they just have to. Oh, uh-huh. 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 oh
2: they got uh-huh. like a huge budget on effort sounds. Got it.
0: Yeah, it's always, <laughs> every time, it's like a little kid will try to hand you something. Uh-huh. Uh, oh. and they did that in kingdom hearts all the time and it was like oh my god you can be silent for a second you don't have to make a reaction sound to everything but it's uh, i'm
2: gonna do that in my mm, everyday life from here mm. on out
0: oh yeah mm-hmm. every time every time there's a Oof. moment that silence would be fine just make a sound so it's there <laughs> Now, as far as the voice actors go, if you're, if you're familiar with voice actors, you may recognize a few. I, re- I picked up on at least two thus far that I've heard. I heard Phil Lamar and I heard John DiMaggio. Uh, people wow. might know them as, oh, uh, Hermes and Bender on Futurama. That's the, the most popular thing I can think of right offhand. I noticed a lot of the cast seemed to be pulled from the TV show Teen Wolf, which I've never seen. <laughs> but no, I've, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Yeah, yeah. But I've seen, I've seen them in other things, so I'm aware of who they are, kind of. But only for other things. Like the, there's two characters specifically, and I, of course, my brain is going to forget which ones I'm thinking of here. Um, I think it was the the girl playing. Tifa. I want to say she was in Glow. If I'm, if, I'm okay. if I've got The that name right. sounds familiar though. So I might know her from something else. Well, no, that's that's her character name, Tifa. Oh. Then I, I I can't remember oh her actual name, but I've, I feel like that's who I who I recognize her. She was like Mark Maron's daughter in Glow. Um, oh, okay. She's she, I think she's doing Tifa if I'm I'm not mistaken. And then I haven't heard him a lot, and I know people might know him either from uh, Teen Wolf or something else. I actually knew him from Supergirl, but the guy playing uh, Sephiroth is Superman on Supergirl, so I was like, "Oh, okay. I know that guy." But you couldn't really tell from his voice or whatever. And but again, voice acting is great. They've all they're all doing a great job. It's admirable. Mm-hmm. It's it, nothing feels weird or awkward or disconnected so i really am i'm really impressed with this game everything that it's done (coughs) minor gripes aside i don't think there's anything to dislike if you're familiar with this even if you're not i think you're in for a a really fun story because you could play it on an easier mode if you if you just want to experience the story. I would say check out the story if anything else. If, yeah. If it interests you in that in that regard, don't be afraid to go in under the story mode, you know, and just experience it like that. There's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah. I recommend this game for definitely for diehard RPG fans, Final Fantasy fans, especially if you, you love this story from way back when. It's a great retelling of this, even if it's only a portion of that. It's a great retelling well, it of it. It sounds like and you I might
2: have more in there though too, like you were saying. So retelling I, but with more substance, you
0: know. With more substance. But it sounds like and you're telling me. Yeah. That's what I'm seeing. So I can't wait to see what this little twist ending is. If if yeah. there is such a thing. I'm I'm speculating because I didn't know. You look better into stay offline
2: until you're done, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've I've There's tried because what do you see every time? It, it, IGN is the world's worst. They'll do it every time. It's like, here's the twisted ending. You gotta, like you gotta block just, words. The game just posted. Like it just came out, and their first thing in the morning, the ending explained. I was like, dude, dude, dude. just I just got here. I just got up this morning, and you're already telling me about it. The just
2: unlocked in my region. Can you just, you know,
0: yeah, give me a moment, will you, please?
2: They always gotta so, be the first.
0: I recommend it. I re- Even if you, you are like unfamiliar with it, this would be a great starting point to understand maybe what makes Final Fantasy so unique uh, and why people love it so much. They're, they're always great stories. I'd love to see this remake treatment, and it is genuinely remake. When we talk about Resident Evil, there'd be elements to it, but they did remake it. Rebuild a, the entire a, thing, yeah. yeah. This is a remake. This is genuine. This is not a remaster or anything like that. this. It's a genuine recoloring. remake. recoloring
2: None of that. Yeah.
0: I would... It, this may be something we need to talk about on the show some week. What games need this type of remake treatment? A complete overhaul. What would mm-hmm. what games would benefit something like this? So, because there are so many great games with great stories that are hindered by their age. And I think we've gotten right. to a point now where it's... Oh, I feel like games... Really could use a remake, depending on the game, you know, yeah. if it can serve the story. Don't just do it like Super Mario Brothers. There's, don't remake that.
2: There's the well, I mean, it's such there's a loose story to, to begin with, <laughs> like just enough yeah. to like make you feel like you're following along with something as you jump through tubes and save
0: the mm-hmm. princess. I mean, if you're genuinely going to flesh out a story there, then sure. But uh, I mean, there's nothing to flesh out, so. This, this yeah, I would have to think about tree. that one.
2: I, I I like I enjoy these remakes. Don't get me wrong, but you know mm-hmm. I've just been like, man, I really would love to see new ideas. I feel yeah, like we yeah, just yeah. keep relying too much here over the last several years with movies, with games, with everything Remake, sequel, this, that, or the pre. You know, I'm just like, and I get it. You want more of a good thing and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. it just kind like Horizon Zero Dot. Great, was a brand yeah. new thing. Now they're probably doing a sequel on that too, but like. New ideas. But again, yeah, but,
0: but I mean, I'll even go back to Link's Awakening. There's a remake right there. This was a game that was yeah. hard for me to play on the Game Boy, and they redid the game on a platform that was easier for me to kind of grasp onto. And, and in I that respect, that's fair. Yeah. So this is the same way. If you've ever looked at <laughs> Final Fantasy VII, it did not age well. The characters are blocky, mm-hmm. eh, you know, just weird distorted characters they look gotta have the nostalgia (laughs) feels
2: to get through it
0: yeah so i don't know but yeah that's that's my review i recommend it get on it i hope you enjoyed the music in the background especially that battle theme because it is and if you didn't
2: really pay attention to that slight little change maybe now you will and enjoy it a little bit more something you may Mm -hmm. not have thought of since you're getting And undated with just the joy of playing your Final Fantasy 7. Because I see the joy. And I'm happy for y'all. I'm happy Mm -hmm. for y'all. I never played any Final Fantasy game. Um, Probably won't. Uh, But the excitement on everyone's face is really good. So enjoy Mm -hmm. it. And hopefully you didn't get banned from Twitch for uh, streaming it too early. How's that? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, that sounds like that's our show. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So you know... I don't even know. Should I say this? You can hit us up sometime on Twitter, guys. Just saying. Mm No. No. Probably yelling at them <laughs> is not a good idea, but you can hit us up sometime on Twitter at super mega crash or an email at super mega crash at gmail.com. Go to our Instagram to check out the weekly icon art that Steven puts so much time into. Um, you can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform. Even going to patreoncom slash pencil and paper productions and tell your friends to find us on pencil uh, paper podcast network, super mega crash brothers. If you'd rather look that up on Google, Apple podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Google play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio and YouTube.com forward slash Pencil Paper Productions. Thank you for listening. I'm Lacey O'Finley. I'm Stephen White. And you can join us again next time, Super Mega Crash siblings, but until then
0: you better game on.